What's up? I'm Frank. This is Tom. And, and this, this is, is the, the Frank, Frank and Tom, Tom Show. Please listen. I have nothing to say. Hey, y'all. I want to give a summertime shout out to Frank and Tom. Let's get it on. Get it on. Everybody, it's Sunday, July 11th. July 11th, a beautiful day it was in Southern California. Oh yeah, beautifully hot. Beautifully hot. Thunderheads teasing. Uh, the slight breeze made it feel a tad bit more bearable, but uh, it's been hot out there. It's been real hot. So everybody's there. hopefully you took the advice from last week and you kept drinking a lot of water. Frank's uh, advice about the electrolytes and everything else, you know. I can't get enough of the water, and uh, I, you know, we, uh, I don't think we relayed too much bad information because my wife didn't pick on me too much about that. So. Oh, cool! That's always good. Yeah, as long as I'm uh, staying in the lane with the wife, then my life is happy. It's the right lane, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, throughout the pandemic, uh, apparently. Uh, prior to contrary belief, Tom, it's not all bad out there. I've heard that that could that is true. I've heard that. I believe that also. It's not all bad out there for me. It's not all bad out there for A you. A lot of it's good out there. Yeah. Um, and that being said, more sex, fewer fights. Has the pandemic been good for relationships, Tom? Is that what they're saying? I have no idea. A poll finds American adults are happy with their partnerships. People are sticking together. Yeah. Perhaps because lockdown has pushed couples to grow. Um, That's nice. Yeah. You know, when we press uh, record, I never know what the maybe fuck we we're going to do. Then maybe we should just do a permanent pandemic. What do you yeah. Think? No, you know, kidding. Kidding. <laughs> you know what? If it helps us to grow together, then why not? Um, as couples well, that, yeah, and yeah, stuff. You know, at least at least the people, the studies showing that people were sticking together more than than uh, breaking up. Yeah. You know? There's a lot of refreshing. This this is a statistics based society now. I don't think we can even survive without positive statistics and polls, unless we know that three thousand other people have confirmed this in a positive manner. Exactly. I'm not even going to recognize it as positive. That's right. Jeez, I don't think it all I don't started. Think you can. It all started with the Family Feud. You know, they interviewed a hundred people. You know, and now look at where we're at. You know. Yeah, I don't think we're allowed to even uh, talk about it. Yeah, you, nothing's true unless. You have read a statistic about it, <laughs> you know. No, but but really, a poll. I, I, you know, you and your wife have been together for quite some time, and uh, Tara and I have are creeping up on like sixteen years together as partners. So uh, we oftentimes get get oftentimes get asked, you know, like uh, advice, like how do you do it? How do you stay together? And, uh, you know, I'm always, I think I talked about it a couple of podcasts ago, but it's always good to just recognize that your partner is completely different than you and then celebrate that fact. Um, well, yeah. that, I mean, uh, yeah. there's a list of other things you can do, you know, like for me, I need to pick up my goddamn socks. Whoa. <laughs> this is a there's nothing I need to do. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, like, I'm glad yeah. you mentioned that because I've been wanting to talk about it. I've been that. trying to figure out like a flaw I have. I'm like, where's the flaw? <laughs> like I've been searching. I'm like, no, there's no flaw. <laughs> maybe in these hours of talks, like we'll find a flaw eventually, you know, mm, and maybe it'll come know. through. You've just know. been a sweet angel so far, Tom. I, I have been an angel. You're the sweet baby. It's like if Frank and Tom were character 
vultures on pe- someone's shoulder. It would be me as Satan on one side and then the sweet Tom Angel Cupid. on the other side. Don't do it. Don't steal the candy bar. Yep. Yeah, you don't want to steal candy bars. I don't bars. know why once you're a caricature, you don't become steal, like Droopy. Yeah, you don't want to steal. Droopy meets I, I'm, uh, a, Frank. I'm not really perfect. I was yeah, kidding. You are, dude. Everybody knows I was joking. Yeah, you are. Knock it off. Anyways, guys, we're creeping halfway through July. I'm headed out to New Jersey on the 22nd. Oh, nice. Stoked on that. Jersey Shore? Fucking pumped on that. Of course. That's the main reason. I want to visit the house, you know, just reminisce with the guys. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I would do some flexing. Oh, the guys from the Jersey Shore. Exactly, dude. You're going to wear some t shirts? Exactly. You're going to wear a t shirt when you go. Uh, Leonardo, uh, (laughs) Donatello. Nice. And. uh, Nice. What's the other one? Michelangelo. Yeah, oh, those are yeah. Ninja Turtles. Hit up uh, Jersey Mike's too, the original. It's right oh there man, the, on the Jersey Shore, dude. Uh, you somewhere. know, somewhere. I mean, when Frank gets on the East Coast, it's a dangerous thing because I am obsessed with pizza. I love oh, pizza. Yeah, yeah, pizza's good, dude. It sounds cliche to be so obsessed with pizza, but I really, really like pizza. Yeah, we should. This is you know, we should just give a special shout out to all the pizza. Every pizza, we love you. All the good pizza out there. And we don't need to get into the whole pineapple thing again. We already did that. We already know it's good on pizza. (laughs) 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 Woo! Yes, that's awesome. Yes. It's uh, great to be insane and from Crestline, California. Well, you know, they say that Death Valley was going to hit 130 degrees. Oh, 130 my God. yesterday. It's like record breaking. 130 degrees yesterday. Have you seen the bear? Barrison? Barrison? Bear Barrison? Is There's like a, a Barrison, and he's walking across. He's, his goal is to walk from Los Angeles to New York, but he walked through the Cajon Pass this weekend. Everybody's been stopped taking pictures. His name's Barrison. Oh, that's the person's or name. Or maybe it's Bear Son. I'm completely effing that oh, up. Oh, you're talking about Bear, like, uh... He's a Bear Son. Oh, man. In you a can, classic... It's a little confusing. In a classic Frank way, I'm messing that up. But I think it's just simply... Hi, I'm Bear Son. And he's just Bear Son. But anyways, this is this guy... <laughs> he's a guy in a bear suit, what and he's walking from... Heck? And he's trying to raise some money. He's look, seems seemingly doing it for a good cause. Hopefully, we don't find out it's some creepy dude under there doing some weird stuff. But, Where is he walking? Where, um, where's Bear Son? Oh, Bear. Bear. As for just, yeah, Bear Son. That's my bear problem. And then Son, like S U N. So his son, Facebook is son. I am Bear Son, and, and everybody's, everybody's rapidly oh, latching like, on to like this guy's Pokemon story. Pokemon Bear. Yeah, he's kind of like Pokemon Bear or something, and he's adorable and he's guy. He's walking from where? He's, his goal is, is to walk from Los Angeles to New York, and it, it looks like he's doing it for a, uh, some charities to, to raise That's some amazing. awarenesses for good causes I and stuff. I would love to walk across the country. I, I think it would be so cool if you had time to do it, man. Yeah. There he is. Two days ago from Fontana, he left, and he says, I'm going to head out. And uh, he's he been gaining. From, he left from, he's from Fontana? Yeah, it's crazy, dude. He left from Fontana? Yeah. Is he, he has, so he has sponsors that are going to help fund him. I'm, you know what, Tom? I bet he picks up so many more too because he's really been gaining traction. Dude, the last how is he going to be able to walk in that bear suit through the, oh the California know, desert? Dude. Why do you I've, leave uh, in the middle of this huge heat wave, dude? <laughs> in a bear costume? Look at that! And he's making oh, so he's he's, walking, he's already he's making like newspaper news. He's like it's like Bear Son makes it to Victorville. So it's actually it's a feel good happy story. Yeah, I've seen a, a lot of people pulling in a bear yeah. suit. So if we're complaining about the heat, he's in this suit and he a walked up through costume. the Cajon Pass and it's 115 degrees. So he's got, because <laughs> he, he's got all these people pulling over and and dude, not one of them is having a bad experience with this guy in the suit. No matter how hot it is, apparently there's people offering water and stuff, and he's like, nope, I'm good, I'm fine, and like whatever he's got in his packs and stuff. Well, he's good not, to go. I mean, it seems like you would want you know, to have some water. I'm sure he's got some people that are closely behind him. I would hope, at least. Maybe he just doesn't but, trust the water people randomly are giving him, and he's like, "How do I know it's good water? Yeah. He might be against Bear Sun. I don't know." I'll look fully into the no, Bear Sun really story cool. and that's, I'll get all that the right info there is on it. Uh, not, it's not all bad. There's proof out there. This yeah. guy, he's like positively walking across the country, the triple-digit Western Desert, United States, 
in a bear suit during a massive heat wave. It's <laughs> pretty rad. Uh, and what else? What else is uh, interesting about this guy? Uh, I don't know how he's gonna make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go there. Uh, oh no! What else is interesting is how like. How do you walk across the country in certain areas? Do you have where like there's areas where you could walk on like Route 66 or something like the old highway, but then there's other areas where it's like it's just the main main highway. So like that's a I good guess, question. Like, I wonder if there's do you a walk direct on the footpath? side like because there's always got to be like some sort of road on the side of the highway. Do you just walk on like the access road that's on the side of the highway? There, you know, I mean, I guess. These days, you can Google Map walking anywhere, right. yeah, exactly. and it'll so give you, you an exact it. route to walk. So the American Discovery Trail, open to hiking, biking, and horseback riding, is the only coast-to-coast non-motorized tra- trail. Trails two routes. One is 4,834 miles long, and the other is 5,057 across the country's midsection from Delaware to California. So that's pretty cool. I, I need to check it out, though. I need to look more into that. Um, so uh, with that being said, Tom, if a problem is fixable and you can do something about it, then there is no need to worry. If it's not fixable, then there is no help in worrying. There is no benefit in worrying whatsoever. Dalai Lama, bro. Laying that's, it down. That's your weekly. That's your quote of the week. Cue, cue the. Uh, so <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit about it. I don't know if you've heard or anything about it, Tom, but Conor McGregor snapped his leg in half last night in the fight. The guy broke his leg. Yeah, the guy, like the guy, you know. Or he didn't break his leg kicking him or anything. The dude so broke his leg. He stepped back. He broke his own leg, seem, what it seems like. But um, Were you watching it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching it live, man. And uh, Connor steps back, makes a wrong step, and uh, kind of folds his foot in half. Well, how, did, how did he handle it? Uh, he handled it p- pretty bad, you know? Um, but... Yeah, isn't it that gross? Makes me, that makes me sick. Isn't it so it gross, looks like bro? he lost his leg. Yeah. It's a really bad injury. And he's a badass. He's already tweeted. Like he is ju- like he, that, So, man. Tom, he just tweeted he's already out of surgery. He says, six weeks, I'll be back at it. He's an animal. So he's, Oh, my gosh, dude. That, that injury looked so bad. Oh, it's dude. awful. I know. He's, he's kind of wishful thinking at six oh, weeks. Geez. But who knows? The guy is an animal. So How sad. What happens is... And then mm. I, you know, you know that I'm a big fan of the sport. So a lot of people don't even they just trash the guy because he's a, a big figure. But um, uh, I've been a fan since way back when um, I remember going to, a, a, a you know, a bar in um, L.A. back when he fought Dennis Seaver and watching it at the bar and just, you know, making a big deal out of Connor's fights then because it was like, heck, yeah, here it is. It was really neat to. uh you know, we met some people from Dublin and uh, like pre his huge blowing up and he was really important to them already. You know, so we kind of caught onto the train, we being Tara and I. So we were kind of early fans of the guy. Now people really just openly trash him. I look more into most of the fighters and I usually want to know what's going on. I like look into their camps and like, you know, like listen to their coaches interviews and stuff. So in in Connor's coach's interview, um, he's basically saying, you know, and it's all part two is that uh, if you are a good fighter, you do have to have a good coaching staff and you got to listen to your fighters. Just like any sport, you got to listen to your coach, uh, just like anything. You got to listen to people that are uh, more smart than you and uh, are smarter than you. And um, so they basically, you know, the last time these two fought, Connor was super civilized. This time he's back into his super animal self. He's almost like a rabid yeah, dog. He was doing a bunch of trash talking. Yeah, talking a bunch of shit again this talking, time. Talking trash about the wife. Yeah, talking right? about the wife, talking about killing him and all this crazy stuff. But, you know, the coach is talking about also, too, it's about the mindset that they put into the fighter as well and about, like, how they go about, you know, training him. 
His coach made a funny comment that they spent years trying to turn Connor into a civilized guy. And then once he got too over civilized, they spent the last few years trying to turn him back into an animal because he's, uh, you know, it's like this crazy. It's got to be an insane thing being a pro- professional fighter, period. Mm, I mean, it seems like at some point um, you, you got to retire. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I like I, you know, we competed in the jujitsu stuff. And uh, so I know what it's like to just go into combat against somebody or whatever. But um, to do it professionally, it's just got to be super intense. But um, so. He is, he's broken his leg like that and he's, he's down on the ground and, um, he's just like a rabid animal, you know, he's literally just yelling, you know, he's yelling in pain, but he's also yelling insults at his opponent, you know? Oh my gosh. And, uh, man, that's just, you know, a lot of times when they break their leg or something in, in UFC fights, it's them, they, they do it themselves. Yeah. In a kick. Yeah. It's been like the third one in just recent history. Crazy, huh? It's a crazy sport, man. <sighs> it's a brutal sport. And to see and to see the guy that's like, you know, he's a, I mean, he's my guy. But anyways, yeah, even like to go Connor further as well. Even know? to go further, and I've talked it's about hard this before. Is like, like a guy like that. Yeah. Is I can literally vouch for the realness of, of of this team of guys. Um I don't know why people tend to uh once somebody gets so hugely famous, they they kind of detach the person from reality like they're not a person anymore, but um uh, right after he had fought Floyd Mayweather, Tara and I went to Ireland and we went to that gym. We went to Connor's gym, the gym he was training in and no shit the day after, uh, the, you know, or just two days after or whatever, the Floyd Mayweather fight, the coach that was in the corner was at his gym, you know? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, he was there. It's like, they're a real team. They're real guys. They're real people. But he wasn't just there. He was there teaching kids, you know, just like, uh, just like all the coaches I've ever come across, the great coaches, you know, like Dan Pribble and and um, and and Art and and all these other guys that fucking come along the way, at least in my life. Um, but anyways, that's cool. Well, so we got to watch you know, that yesterday. That was super entertaining. But I hope uh, for a speedy recovery for Absolutely. Conor McGregor. Yeah. And I don't know about the rabid dog thing, you know, like, and, and, and Tara made a good point too. Is he, he's seemingly lost a certain fire and she's made a funny observation about males in general, that there's like a pre child, uh, energy from a male. And then there's like an after having a child energy from a male. <laughs> and it's like a different, you know, you just get a different guy and especially shows through in a fighter, you know, cause you got this guy who's like an insane person before a child. And then once they have a couple kids, they're like not insane anymore at all. You know, like you're like you become dad at a certain point. So I think that affects their fighting uh, mind as well. I definitely agree with that one. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What happened? Nothing. Everything's good. Okay. Oh, is it doing just weird, like freezy, stoppy shit? Yeah, but uh... it's about to. We could play some banjo stuff. So, Tom. So, I did look it up to walk across the United States. According to Google, it says it would take 37 days, one hour. I don't know if you could do that in 37 days. We're leaving tomorrow. I don't know if we'll be able to do it in 37 days. I, so I took 39 days off work, you know, just, just so we can. Just in case. We just have Because we're going to fly back. Yeah, so we can make it for sure. I, yeah. So, yeah, just so we can make it for sure. Yeah. I think that that's a good idea to that we we break off that amount of time, a couple extra days, you know, and make sure everything's in order. Oh goodness! Oh gracious! Yeah, Drew couldn't make it tonight because he he had uh, he had some 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 pleasant uh, news come up, and he had to go pick something up. Yeah, yeah, it's money back from his rust bucket, and he's getting a new car. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking. His, there it is. No more surprises. Yep. But where is Drew? That's the question. That's where? the question. Where what is Drew tonight? Drew what city is he ever going to come back? That's Will the question. Will he make it back? Yeah. Will the truck make it back? Did in fact Drew get into a physical altercation with a brown bear this weekend? Is that the rumor? I, that's what I'm hearing. That's what's been trending you, on you the internet. You started that rumor, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> psychedelics. 
Psychedelic found in magic mushrooms spurs growth of neural connections lost in depression. So that's that's what they're finding with that stuff, Tom. It's actually the connections lost from depression. You just start losing stuff. Get all down. You know, droopy. Like, I shouldn't make a joke about that either. But uh, I don't know what else to do about things other than to laugh about them. It's, you know, a mechanism being Irish. I'm impervious to psychoanalysis. Just don't, and I'm, just don't cackle. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, I try not to cackle. Yeah, try not to cackle. I'm going to make a curveball before I get too far into mushrooms. I mean, they're about to kick in, but that's neither here nor there. Portobello's? Dude, I'm driving up the hill. Talk about psychotics, right? Okay. Th- this freaking lady. Go on. She just, uh, so when you're driving up the mountain, folks... All you people in um, everywhere around the world, thank you for listening. Uh, don't Tom live and I are on top of the mountain we live on. That don't live on top of the mountain we live on. Uh, so we take a freeway ride, right? Take a freeway wide ride, and then it, it connects to this uh, long highway, long windy highway, four lane highway, long hot highway that goes up the mountain. Mountain residents tend to drive pretty fast up the mountain. It's not necessarily fast; it's just the gosh darn speed limit. Uh, anyways, they tend to go a little bit above the speed limit, but just because they know what, how to drive yeah. the mountain, it literally becomes this mad dash. Sometimes I don't think, I, I think some of us just can't help it. I know I can't sometimes help it. Sometimes it seems like people are racing each other. Exactly, it begin. It gets pretty intense. I can go the fastest. Yes. No, I can go the fastest. Yes. Or you and get I'm just somebody. Like, Dude, I'm down to go like 50. I'm off work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just cruising. Or you get somebody that just won't simply won't even let you pass. And they'll, like, cut you off and just get all crazy. So I experienced this going all the way up the hill from the freeway. She cut me off on the freeway, actually, Whoa. first. Then it, then it seems like I'm following her all, all the way up the mountain, you know? Mm-hmm. So she finally lets me get on the two-lane side. Okay. And um, get alongside her, and she's like, uh, you know, like, what's going on? And uh, she's like, what's up? And uh, She said something to you? I look over at her. You, you, you said something about cackling. Sometimes I just... Don't look. This is what this is about, right? So I looked over. Okay. And I said, what is your problem? You said that? I said, what is your problem? Oh, wow. And then I and I stared oh, and I no. said, never mind. You're insane. She was Like cackling? I could see was she, laughing she was cackling like a witch. But she was also staring at me with like fire in her like eyes, Tom. And I... I really honestly thought that she was conjuring up some sort of spell, like ha ha ha, like a like a a tongue from a rabbit, a a eye from a snake. That's why she was going to the tail from a rat. That's why she was getting. She was. She said there's more, more. uh, Oh my god! More of the stuff she needs for her, uh, her stew. And she let out the loudest cackle. You could hear it through the windows. At no, she had rolled her window down at that point. And you rolled your window down. Yes. You guys were speaking. And I told her, never mind. Obviously, you're insane because she you was said like, that. <laughs> you said, obviously, yes. you're insane. Tom, if there was music in the background, it'd be like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, oh, oh it was a scary moment. Did you get? Did I've you been, find out who she was? I've been less scared with grown men that are trying to fist fight me. Now that you saw her once, you'll probably see her again. In my dreams. You probably already saw the her. The cackling in witch of the West. Yeah, you found yeah. her. And like that's scary. Up here, you know, yeah. you, especially mm-hmm. as when you start getting close to home, it's like you just don't even insult people like that. It's a small town, so you don't yell at anybody. You never um, know. I'll keep it as far as usually if I'm road raging, I'll say, What's your problem? I always play the victim instantly, you know. Like that's what I do. That's just look scared. Yeah. Like, oh my god! I can't even believe you would treat little me like this, little two hundred pound I, me. I just try to, um, my best is not to uh, engage in any sort of road rage <sighs> or potential potential situations that could lead up to it. Just because, like, I don't like having people freak out on me, like psychotics. We've already had an episode on road rage. So, oh, uh, dude, I can't I'm help saying, but talk yeah, about it all like, the time. It's just uh, driving is so um, much of my life, and you just, too, man. The best thing I can do is just kind of just cr- to go. Oh, I'm not in that much of a hurry anywhere. Mm-hmm. Luckily, I have a job where I don't have to like. I don't have a time. I have to punch in. Like, oh, dude, you got to. If you're not, if you don't punch in by seven a.m., you know, it's not like that where I work. Luckily. Yeah. So even when I'm coming to work every morning, I never have to like rush. I and I always 
get to work at a good time, but I never have to rush. And I always just try to keep that in my mind. Like, even if someone's driving rude, sometimes I say something under my breath. Like, come on, like, you know, you're a horrible driver or something. But I <laughs> I try, I don't, I don't make it known because. Yeah. I've been building conspiracies. Even people, like people approaching me in my, my mirror. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing behind me, bro? Like, oh, you're going to go left? That's cool, you know? It's kind of a ripoff. There was like a little video I'd seen a couple of years ago. But the, I mean, I'm definitely ripping that guy off. But that's a, essentially what I've become is that guy that's like really concerned about what's going on all around me all the time just because uh, I'm driving so much. I see. But I'll stop, Tom. I swear I'll stop. I'll be better. I'll be better for everyone. Well, you know, everybody everybody does what they do. Incremental Frank. changes are are big changes Baby over time. Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps make a big difference. Baby you just, you don't got to be freaking taking giant leaps with everything, you know. Pretty soon I'll just be a perfect little zen monkey boy who's reaching uh his epic kundalini experience because I can tap into every single one of my chakras at any given moment with just breathing, bro. Nice. That's that's nice. It sounds like a good time. Sounds like a very we went speaking of a good time, we actually it was Ariana's birthday on Friday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Ariana. And uh we went Thank you for bringing Tom into this world. That's that's creepy. <laughs> that is creepy. This world of uh of marriage. <laughs> Thank you for bringing Tom to life. Uh no, we did a sound bath. And I'd never done a sound bath. That sounds bath. amazing. And uh, it was amazing. Did you do it in, uh, down like in Yukaipa with Steven? No, but the lady that okay, does fair it, enough. the lady that did it is a friend of Ariana's, and she's an, another massage therapist. And she said that she took the class to to learn how to do it for in Yukaipa. So maybe it was that from that person. But uh, it was super cool. It was at this house in in Lake Arrowhead. They have like a a horse. It's horse property, and like out where they ride their horse, and they're like their horse. Uh, uh, you know, not stable, but the place where they ride it or whatever inside the the fenced in area. Right. We did it in there. It was cool. It was like an hour and a half long. She played like those those instruments with the bowls where they make the noises and then Sounds she amazing. had like that this round thing that like had bead things in it or sand or something and it made it sound like the ocean and like she goes around right by your ears with like these certain sounds and it's just crazy. It's it's really, really like you do breathing as well, coupled yeah, with that. Oh yeah. She like puts you down into a meditative state as yeah. she goes into it. And it's really it was really cool because yeah. we were right in the middle of the beautiful forest. There was like birds, frogs, you know. Nice. It was like there was a there was a uh, dragonfly flying around above everybody as we got started. There was probably about twelve or fourteen people there. Would you cool, would you do things like I definitely um, want to do it again. Would you do things like look into the back of your head or like look up and count to ten or something? Would she do anything like uh, that or not quite like that, but okay. similar like that? I mean, I don't know. She. It was it was really 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 relaxing. You lay nice. down and then you cover up your eyes. And like she gave us these these stones to hold, and right. she talked about the chakras and where the chakras were and the body and like where it's like you could put do anything you want with the stone. You don't even have to have it on your body if you don't want to. I put it right in between my eyes where my third eye is. You oh, know what I mean? Nice. That's yeah. where I put mine. That's right. And I just left it there for an hour and a half with my eyes closed. Oh wow! And then when we went to when we when we started, it was still daylight outside. And when we got done, it was dark. And I kept my eyes closed the whole time, and it was like so relaxing, dude. Yeah, I, mean, I bet. It was Sounds cool, amazing. Dude. It was really cool. Uh, yeah, no. The reason why I was asking about that that stuff is like I I'd done some real similar uh, treatments before on my spine to like treat some stuff. But, yeah, she but, said it helps with things like mm-hmm. pains and stuff. Yeah, oh my god. And uh, dude, did you guys uh, f- feel pretty like almost like high and euphoric afterwards? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was a group of Ariana, three three of uh, her friends and myself and Ariana and then like some other people, you know. But we could do it again. That's you have awesome. to get like a a group of a certain amount of people in order for her to come and do it, you know, cuz like it has to be like I think 12 people or something for her to do one. That sounds incredible. 
But I, we definitely uh, want to like organize another one. So if you guys want to do it, that'd be cool, dude. It'd be fun. Yeah, it, in a similar way. Yeah, the lady would lay down the stones, do a lot of counting with me, a lot of breathing exercises. <clears throat> but she was like, so, you know, she would always warn me. She's like, listen, you can't drive after this. You're you're gonna be loaded. You're just gonna <laughs> you're yeah you're I gonna release drive. <laughs> you're gonna release all your stuff, man. Like. Um, I've heard, but no, I've heard a lot of that's just mum, mumbo jumbo. Like fear, obviously Some you're going to feel good. Some people believe in it more than yeah. others, I guess. You know? No, I, as far as like it's intoxication, like actual intoxication. Oh yeah, like I felt itchy and itchy, but I was convinced I kept on getting bit by bugs. Yeah. I was right next to Deer Lodge Park and it was summertime and there's bugs everywhere. There may you know? have been a bug or two. But uh, may, it could have been like, also it could have been from the noises, dude. I mean, dude, it did crazy things to my eardrums, you know? My eardrums were like, felt weird with yeah. some of the sounds. Like they were doing things they don't normally do, like moving around in ways they don't normally move. My eardrums, my inner oh, ears. Oh, yeah, like because like, they were the like, binaural not, sounds. Different noises they're not used yes. to. And they're like, whoa, what's this? Yes. You know, like it's kind of like when you look at a dog's ears and how they're able to move them around. Yes. That's kind of like how I felt like my eardrums were doing uncontrollably in my ear. And then it like, is those the reason for those. When she came by my like she went by everybody's head with two different like instrument things and went right by your head with them and one of them that came by like I could, smiled uncontrollably like it hit some sort of like nerve in my How head rad. that forced my my <laughs> mouth to smile dude. That's incredible. And I was like smiling when the noise came. I'm like this is crazy. You know what I mean? That is crazy. And I was like Halfway in a meditative state, I don't know if you could actually fully put me into a meditation. Mm. I've never had someone that does like actual meditate, like or like hypnosis. I mean, mm -hmm. like I don't know if you could put me into like hypnosis. I've mm -hmm. never done anything like that, but I definitely was in a super relaxed state of mind. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. And Alina too. came with us too, and. uh she said that she full on fell asleep for, yeah. for like forty five minutes. Right, and one guy was snoring. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know? bet. Yeah, I've, I've taken some yoga classes where people fall asleep and stuff yeah. at the end, uh, stuff like that. Well, you know, Tom, they say that stress can accelerate your gray hairs, but they're also finding that your hair can restore its own color when the stress is eliminated. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and sometimes the gray hair is probably just hereditary also. Yeah. Legend has it that Marie Antoinette's hair turned gray overnight just before her beheading in 1791. And the next night, it was brown again. Red. Red. Because she got her head taken off. Dun-dun-dun. Mm. Poor Marie Antoinette. They, cut, they actually did, huh? Yeah. They chopped off her head? Though the legend is completely inaccurate. Oh. Hmm. Hair that has already grown out of the follicle does not change color. I, I believe that to be true. So, so how, it, it well, has to grow. Well, I don't know. Gray. I don't think that's true. Yeah, what the shit? Because I, I see it all that. the time. Yeah. So you, tell, tell me like a lady's hair. She's getting older. Yeah. Her hair was brown. It's starting to turn gray. And her, I mean... I don't believe that, or like sometimes got men's hair goes gray really fast, dude. Like, yeah, I guess this is one of those instances where we're just supposed to trust the science. Well, because like the, the, the women's hair thing, most women have longer hair, and yeah. it's like if, if it's going gray, really, it seems like a lot. It doesn't always have to grow because that's a lot, lot of hair. Yeah, researchers at Columbia University, Vigalos College of Physicians and Surgeons, is the first to offer quantitative evidence quantitative evidence linking psychological stress to graying hair in people so this is just a doctor that's obsessed with hair and big words he loves hair all doctors love big words man they love hair they love it there's just a, some dipshit like myself will try to read a story and and mess it all well, that's up that's why they make and scientists too that's why they make things within like well this is the scientific name and it's like i can't yeah. even pronounce that dude you know what I mean? It's like, why do you have to make it some insane name? Why can't you make it like just because you're a scientist? Like, why can't you just make it something where the average person can pronounce it? And you think that's easier for them to memorize? Yeah, too? I know. Like, right? is that easier for their community as well? Is that <laughs> like, who is this helping? 
it's like well they have that that's part of their uh ego it boosts their ego because they're like we actually have big enough brains to remember all these words okay yeah we we know every period everything on the periodic table yeah it, it does kind of seem intuitive that stress can accelerate graying the researchers were surprised to discover that hair can be restored when stress is eliminated Finding the contrast with a recent study in mice has suggested that stress-induced gray hairs are permanent. Hmm. So, yet another study from Columbia University immediately contradicting itself within itself. Kind of like the Frank and Tom show. Frank and Tom. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my Tom God. Show. The Franken Tom show. The it's like, Tom show. What is this stuff? Stuff just pops up on the computer, dude, and it's dangerous I don't around know here. What's going on, dude? All when I you're know in the is studio, like the just told me never talk about the computer on the show. I know. Don't like. Don't talk about the computer. Like, that computer gets shy. screen is none of your business. <laughs> 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 like we'll get sued for talking about it. It's like it's owned by a company. Yeah, like we're gonna get canceled by Apple. They're going to cancel their sponsorship with so, us. I don't know if you remember the book Where the Red Fern Grows. I, I actually like uh, in, liked that sad story. And um, I'm a big old pussy anyways, but I, uh, I'm at, I li- I've been listening to books outside of podcasts as well, just listening oh, to listen book. to read books. <laughs> nice. Yeah, books being read. Cool. And uh, I've been listening to that on my like, chapter 19 and uh, it's just such a great... The writer is really neat. I was telling Tara something, cool. though. In my later life, and especially listening to books audibly, that being through my ears and life? spoken... This is my later life, guys. <laughs> Listen here, guys. Being <laughs> being in my old days life. here... This is, I think it's the fucking book. It's the it's, it's where the red fern goes. Man, back in my day, in I, I shat my pants yesterday, boys. We had the farm. Everything's and feeling real crickety. I'm a little crickety and horny, but um, so <laughs> fucking, it's a really good book. But what I'm noticing. I, I shouldn't say later in life, but in my uh, creative life, definitely, and and in the um, creative years, and I can I can say now because with just decades show. and decades of practice that I'm a pretty practiced writer, and I'd actually I've actually been thinking a lot about embarking on some sort of a book or story type writing because I've I think I can handle that, that as well. Yeah, I think I'd handle that. I'm sure, I did you write, could too, I did, dude. Well, I did write some short stories and stuff when I took a creative writing class at the local community college. That's awesome. It was a pretty fun class. It was Crestline Community College. Everybody remembers poems. that. <laughs> San Bernardino <laughs> no. Valley College. Crestline Community College, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote some poems. I did uh, uh, I did some short stories, you know. And That's awesome. I always wanted to write a book. Yeah, it's like fucking a, not, great. Like a big book, you know, or, yeah, okay. or yeah. even like a children's book. So, I don't know. Just write a book. What I'm getting to is that. And I think you probably would make the same observation is that um, uh, listening to the to the book, you can pick up on a style of writing now. I I never was able as a young person reading books. I never really picked up on the style that was taking place. Um, David always speaks of Kurt Vonnegut and and um, and and he actually gave me a, a book from from that guy. And it's it's really good, but he spoke of his style, you know. So he was really he he had picked up uh, David Ferguson. He picked up on on styles. He was just first, such a you know? strong reader. That he's he just a, exactly the, like you could get style, that. Yeah, you could get that. Of that. Yeah, and he know? was probably he broadened probably his horizons wrote, way probably, outside of where the red read fern grows. Entire books when we were just running around outside. Yeah, like not yeah. reading books. Exactly. Yeah. And he David was, was up in his house reading per, yeah. books. And then he started performing surgery at the age of 14. And that wasn't a good open idea. Open heart surgery, that which was, was not, weird because, that yeah, because he wasn't even going that direction. But yeah, he wasn't everyone so was like, you're that. so smart and handsome. Will yeah, you operate and, and on me? You can tell clearly you're going to have a, a voice like an angel when you get bigger. Yeah, like a songbird of, of an entire generation. Yeah. so The songbird of the entire yeah. generation. 
So he turned me on to Kurt Vonnegut. That was that's a, that was another writer, there and I actually uh, you know uh, what, what read kind of books some of his stuff. Uh, some some pretty wild stuff. I I think what did David gave me? David gave me um, oh, man. I want to say he gave me Cat's Cradle, and that, that was from 1963. But uh, he ha- he has a very specific style of writing. Um, but um, anyways, uh, I, I you know you start picking up on this writer's style, and I I really enjoyed it. But I also, um, you know, was able to uh, tell myself, hey man, maybe that's something you can do. So that was pretty exciting. But anybody so can do on. this, guys, and I and I highly recommend it if you're on a road trip or something to throw on an audio book because it can really take you places. I've really been enjoying it, man. Fucking, um, you know, crying in my car on the freeway, uh, thinking about these two coon hounds, cr- uh, treeing coons and getting chased by cougars. And <laughs> Grandpa fell down in the snow. Grandpa. Little Ann and, and old Dan. Little Annie. Yeah. So, so Kurt Vonnegut, mm-hmm. Vonnegut, mm. oh, okay, an American writer. He was an American writer, published fourteen novels, three short story collections, five plays, and five nonfiction works. With further collections being published after his death. He was yeah. born in nineteen twenty-two. You know, must he's be a, a pretty amazing writer. David says he was a good writer. I believe it. If David David says it, then God damn it, it's true. It's true. I hold it. I hold it breakfast, dear and true to my heart. Champions, Cat's Cradle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I think that five, might be one that I read. The Sirens of Titan. Is that Drew giving you pictures of his truck, dude? When did I get a message? It's like, why don't I get any messages? When did I get a message? It's my it's me me esposa. Donde está es, la, es mi los mi, mi esposa? Uh, she wanted me to bring her home with some a drink. Dio de los muertos. Si. Hasta luego. Si. Mis amigos. Si. ¿Qué pasa? Si. ¿Está buscando algo específico, amigo? Nada. Nada, güey. Nada, güey. Ódale, pues. Ok. El queso es viejo y mojoso. ¿Dónde está la baña? ¿Cómo? Ódale. ¿Dónde? Arriba. Abajo. <laughs> I'll canceled. just continue we'll to just say canceled. every single... I know. Canceled. Is it racist for was me to wrong? do that? Is was that, that racist? Probably well, because of the know, tone. I guess we'll have to find out, won't we? Yeah, we'll see. I guess if we're on CNN later on, being oh canceled... God. By Don Lemon. Remember that one time we were on CNN? Yeah. Not CNN, but you CNN? Yeah. Yeah, man. That That was was crazy. They were grilling us. You were there too? Yeah. No, I was. (laughs) Yeah. I'm Frank from the Frank and Tom show. Yeah, that's right. I knew that. That's right. I knew that. Yeah. This is the Frank and Tom show. Yeah. You guys uh, are listening non-live to the t- live uh, podcast of the Frank and Tom show. Yeah, here. if you guys didn't listen in to the beginning of the show, which I'm sure you You're didn't. You're just checking in yeah, right I'm sure now. You if you just, just now like, went to the podcast and decided and to go 50% here. over 50% through. You decided to go 43 right minutes into the podcast, then, which then makes perfect know. sense. Then you would then know that we're drinking know. lean. That we're on a lean. <laughs> we're on the lean now, okay? <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're not messing around, okay? I, 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 it's the only way to get a fucking fat chain in a bag these days, all right? If you want to roll around on a Lambo, you got to sip the lean. No, <laughs> then you finally know. Okay? You got to fucking... Know. You can tell we're on that lean, by the way. Lean makes you super aggressive. A little bit of Sprite. A <laughs> little bit of some purple lean, dude. That's why fucking. it's called lean. It makes you super hyper. You call me lean Lottie, dude. That's my new rap name, Lena Lottie. Yo, no, yo, this is Lil Lena Lottie. Lottie Luna, uh, Lena Lottie. Wait, I don't understand. You're Lil Lena Lottie? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up, man? It's Lil Lena Lottie up in this motherfucker right now, man. I got my purple drink in my, my white cup. And fuck y'all. <laughs> uh, 
Ooh. Little Lena Lottie. <laughs> Yo, it's Little Lena Lottie up in here. <laughs> a boominati, Little Lena Lottie. Damn, dude, we should just make him an alter ego that's a part of the crew. <laughs> little like, Lena Lottie? It was like, Little Lena Lottie. Uh, stay tuned for future updates from Lil Lena Lottie. Frank Apparently, somebody new that may appear. Frank and Tom Show. Frank and Tom. Frank and Tom did not approve this message from Lil Lena Lottie. We don't know. Lil Lena Lottie has an affiliate with Spaghetti Head. SpaghettiOs. Spaghetti Head has not been seen in years. His neck last seen with milk jug. Seen <laughs> 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 with milk jug. A cucumber, cucumber lips and milk jug, jug head escaped with little Lena Lottie. <laughs> this shit is getting crazy. <laughs> and because we're white guys, we're probably just racist for anything we say. So <laughs> it's fucking whatever. <laughs> Those are some wild rap names, dude. I think it's oh, great, ooh. dude. I think it's yeah, super I cool. I don't. I didn't make the names up. Yeah, Frank didn't make them up. Mm-mm. Dude, so here's a little less. Here we go. Here we go, guys. Um, everything went perfect. I'm feeling tremendous. We got six weeks on a crutch now, and then we begin to build back. Um, you know, I want to thank all the fans all around the world for your messages of support. I hope you all enjoyed the show. I want to thank all the fans in attendance at the T-Mobile Arena, 21,800 fans in attendance. The place was absolutely electric. Um, it would have been, it was a hell of a first round. It would have been nice to get into that second round. And then, you know, to see what's what. But it is what it is. That's the nature of the business. A clean break of the tibia. And it was not to be. You know, Dustin, you can celebrate that illegitimate win all you want. But you've done nothing in there. That second round would have shown all. And, you know, onwards and upwards we go. You've done nothing in there. We build ourselves back. And we come back better than ever. Let's go, team. Damn, dude. It's like, no, sh- oh, oh, yeah, of course it was a clean break. It looked like your f- leg cleanly broke off, it dude. Yeah, like it like your was leg was broke as shit. Yeah, oh. mm. I'll never on. forget that picture you showed me. Well, I'll tell you what, Tom. Yes, Frank. I think sometimes when these fighters, I think fighters can become a little bit delusional sometimes. I'm not savage. saying that about he's Connor, a, he's but warrior. he's a savage. He's a warrior. He's a warrior. So I hope it works out. Another guy who was Sugar, Sugar Sean O'Malley last night just made an, a complete impression on all the world because it, he just did. The dude was dribbling, literally doing this. He's acting like he's dribbling a ball and then like punching this dude. And then he's just dribbling a ball. And then his opponent for, for the entire fight literally just looked like a walking zombie. Like he got punched over 200 times in his face, Tom. By a professional fighter. That was no a less. that was a moment of yeah. silence for that poor yeah. guy's brain. <laughs> by a professional fighter. Yeah, by like one of the I mean, best. Imagine being punched. I mean, I, being punched two times in the head by one yeah. of those guys. Just Let like two hundred by this this lanky ass dude, Sugar Sean. So Sugar Sean did well last night. I think he probably uh, stole the night. Actually, Sugar Sean. Yeah, we were talking about him a while back. Exactly. Yeah, we were for See, sure. I'm learning about this. A little I know. Right? <laughs> Seriously, because so I'm always UFC talking about this shit. Education. So yeah, he is. Uh, you know, he's definitely. Is Joe Rogan still affiliated with the UF? Yeah, he called last night's show. Yeah, he he called, called the fights last night. There it is. And he actually it's funny he he He's got he got down canceled, he got down said. on the ground with Conor McGregor with Conor and his broken leg and interviews Conor you know, and Conor literally resembled a rabid dog like he was biting at the air like nipping at the air like a complete psychotic. That's what it seemed like. I know he was saying words, and, and he all. actually said stuff in the interview to Joe. Oh, he was just super Do you rude. Conor's friends with Joe? No. I don't know if a guy like that really has many friends, you know, no. maybe a few friends, but no, just a couple, just a crazy little Irish guy, you know, yeah, I wouldn't want to be on his bad side. Fucking, he's probably like super meticulous about his lawn and shit and just weird shit, you know? Oh, his house is probably perfectly yeah. uh, meticulous. Yeah. I'm sure it, it spans a, a broad horizon at this point with that dude. 
because mm-hmm. he's a fucking maniac. He's just gonna go back to doing more maniac stuff. Oh, well, I, you know, I wish him the best, hey, and I was hoping he, he would win last. Hey, time. At least he's a professional fighter, and he does it legally. He doesn't go out and just cause some madness. He made fifty-three <laughs> you know, million dollars last another, night in other ways, Tom. Fifty-three million. He made five million dollars for sure from the from the UFC, and then through sponsors and everything else, he ends up with fifty-three million dollars for breaking his leg. I, I don't. Not see, everybody breaks I guess their like leg people for fifty-three like us million. That always just have to work for like what seems like nothing to them. Yeah, we could never understand getting that much money and continuing to work. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's funny. He's uh, I, could, I he mean, actually, I would, I would still work on things I wanted to do. Yeah, but I definitely would stop doing what I do right now. In the build up to this fight, Connor made a reference. He says, "I'm putting me hard hat on and I'm going to work in my boots." So he's like, basically, you know, he's like, "I'm strapping up. I'm going to work every day, just like the working man." So it's like, cool, man. Fuck yeah. But yeah, I mean, because I mean, he wants to. You keep, yeah, he says he wants he to be a money. billionaire by the time he's thirty-five. A billionaire. So, yeah. Yeah, see, that's because that it's that's 32. the mentality, you know? Like, hundreds of millions isn't enough, you mm-hmm. know? It's, mm-hmm. it's uh, crazy. It's I th- crazy. I think, Especially uh, living in a place like Ireland, where it's probably cheaper to live than the United States. Yeah, so Dustin's... Okay, we were just talking about the pandemic and, and uh, solidifying uh, uh, what we were actually... We weren't talking about lean at the beginning, unfortunately, guys. That was a little lean Lottie. That was a little lean Lottie. That was... I mean, and that was actually a paid advertisement, which was strange because... That was the commercial that we recorded and uh, came across as part of the show pretty live. That was pretty live. Yeah, yeah. seemed like an off the cuff thing. It's pretty but. crazy. Cause <laughs> I, I re- remember it being Little live. Lean that's what's crazy. Whoa. I remember it being live as well. Yes. That's that's what's yeah. weird about no. it. The, the, it came back from the producers, then yeah. saying that it was actually re- recorded. Yeah, I was just told. I could have swore I just did that live. I was just told in my left ear that we are not to talk about the recording of the live recording of the Lean Lottie. And Lena Lottie, we're not we're, supposed to say. Because we were only allowed to say it a certain amount of times, and we've already like, we've already used up like pretty much our whole month's worth of yeah. times that we no. can say. Yeah, you're right. I'm just I'm being told that we're not supposed to say Lil Lena Lottie anymore. Not anymore. Lil Lena Lottie is not to be said again. Never again. It's not going to be said. No more. But with the pandemic, relationships have actually gotten stronger. stronger. Okay, guys. So Connor's throwing insults. He's saying, I, I, your wife's in my DMs, you know, like talking about fucking this guy's really, wife. And you think you really uh, did? Uh, not not uh, fucking her, but oh, but uh, messaging. She was messaging him. Oh. And um, yeah, no, wanna... I don't think so. Dustin, all class, an amazing athlete. Dustin Poirier, you know, okay. the guy that, that, that for all, 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 all right, all intensive purposes up until the moment of Connor breaking his leg, Dustin was ahead in the fight. So um, that, there's that to be said, too. So Dustin asked when asked about these horrible insults, um, he said, of course, we're going to fight again. And it's going to be in the street or it's going to be in, you know, whatever, a sold out venue. It doesn't matter. We will fight again. And the guy's like, why? Because of the stuff you said about your your wife. And he's like, no, like, that's just fucking hot air. That's just noise, you know. But he was saying he was going to kill me. And you don't say that about people. But he's like, my wife, that's 100 percent solid. You know, he's like, there's no way, you know, like he's like, that's ridiculous. He wants to try to get under my skin by using my wife. That's just petty bullshit. But if you want to talk about killing somebody, then we're going to have to fight. And uh, I thought that was actually pretty classy because he's just, you know, giving his wife all the credit in the world. I was thinking in the same situation, usually what I do is like, my wife will hurt you. My wife will choke you. So it's like she's, she's going to do the dirty work here, buddy. Like, there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, there you go. And I think that's what he was saying. And then, yeah, too, in the buildup, Connor's like, oh, your, your wife's your husband. Your wife's your husband. And then uh, Dustin Poirier posts a, posts a picture of his wife. And him going into the arena and um, he's like me and the hubby going to work and like, you know, so he, he makes light of it. And, it's uh, crazy, you know, like how crazy he is because you don't have to be that much of a maniac. You could be mm-mm. like more chill yeah. about stuff, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. I th- you know, I think he's he's like try- he's trying to find he's himself a lot of madness in his, within in his, this, in his this, heart and mind. Yeah. A, ma- a lot of like a lot of cra- he must have had a crazy life or something, you know? Yeah, it's just this like crazy warrior mentality where it's not really necessary. And then maybe it was because it got him, you know, where it's gotten him. But now it's just uh, it's not very needed. So it's a lot of misplaced stuff. 
He doesn't have that like scratching at the wall shit, you know, that you get from this desperation. Like people didn't want to hear him say things about his opponent's wife. Like, I they don't didn't think so. Want, they're like, come on, man. We don't no. want to hear you. So say that. I mean, it, which we is, just want to watch a fight. Yeah, and I guess you could take that one of two ways. You're definitely watching somebody in a raw, real emotion, or you know, you know, it's just a fucking bullshit like him reaching for what he thought might be something entertaining but it's definitely not yeah some people like that stuff it's like the fart people the fart the fart people tom the people that fart yeah people like the farts tom some people like the farts. they like to talk about the farts they like to laugh about the farts oh they like to take a fart i heard the japanese people don't think farts are funny Ah, there's a lot of people that don't think farts are funny and then you take a fart (laughs) you take a fart and uh take a fart and you you think it's more funny than other people you know so uh, you know it's funny if you it is funny if you accidentally fart then someone kind of laughs yeah well that yeah that's always a funny moment but the the you know that's a real slippery slope. We're really going to talk about farts here. Absolutely Every, not. Everybody farts. Absolutely not. We're going to talk everybody about farts. uh, you know, there's a uh, hundreds of protests taking place right now throughout the streets of Miami and, protest, and Cuba. They were protesting Seven Eleven Slurpee Day and they were uh, out of Slurpees. What what it, what it ended up being? People were thinking that it was to revolutionize Cuba, but it it was in fact Seven Eleven was out of Slurpees. Yep. They were waving a lot of Cuban flags and they it was taken almost as a revolution. Yeah, well, cuz they they love that day. But uh love 7-Eleven day. No, all jokes aside actually, they're 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 rioting right now everywhere. In, in Cuba? Yeah, they're trying to take over, man. Well, you know, the uh the evil is upon us, you know, and there's evil in the mm. world and it is yeah. lurking. You got to do your best to rise above it. Rearing its ugly head. Mhm. And it's coming out all over the world. Yeah. All we can do is just keep on trying to stay positive. Frank and Tom, positivity. Equals what we try positivity. to do. Frank and Tom, Frank Tom equals positivity. Positivity. And we know there's still some good out there. You guys all know that. So we're just going to keep on staying focused on our goals at hand and our family and everything we care about and everything we cherish. We're going to go out there and try to talk to people too and tell them that about the goodness. Yeah. And uh, try not to try to stop rioting. God, and, uh, yeah. Stop doing and that. Killing guys. and shooting Ugh. and all that stuff. All you know, that we bullshit. Don't that stuff. Like we always say, also. We can all just survive. Go to RyanSayers.com. If you want to go there, it's a record company. Go there. They have stuff on their website. Okay. There's a bunch of stuff released Frank and in Tom, June. We're still working on getting some uh, merchandise. If you, you go, guys. Uh, listen, guys, you go to this website and then you scroll down seven things, and there's an article on Abuminati. So, oh, on <laughs> rhymesayers.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's there. We didn't even ask. We, we didn't, didn't ask. ask. We just no. put it on their site. We don't even know anybody at Rhymesayers Entertainment. Nope. I stole the record. That's cool. An Atmo record. That's not a lie. Atmosphere record. It's not a lie. No, I've never stolen anything in my life except for something. You have an atmosphere record, though. I, I do. I have an atmosphere record. It's pretty sick. I had a, a, a bunch of questions. You know? You wanted to ask some questions? No, not really, but I had a bunch. For who? Yeah, whoever. For whom? I you shall know? say. Just just for whoever, whenever, you know, they come up, come around. One day we're going to have another guest on our show. Mm hmm. And we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Oh, man. Tom, that being said, right? It's been a good episode. I guess really I need to apologize to a lot of people. Um, You know, we do get some some messages. Sometimes I'm not punctual with getting back on my messages. Uh, We work full time. We we do the podcast because we enjoy not only talking to each other at this point, but also just talking, um, you know, to an audience and knowing that there's... A bunch of people out there that can t- can use a mo- positive mind frame and knowing that tomorrow's Monday and we all got to go into the week with a positive mind frame and we all got to get through this week together because we're working hard. With that being said, you know, sometimes I don't get back to the, the messages. Sometimes the producers don't give me the messages in time and then I can't get back to the messages. And so I'm not booking guests or or Tom and I aren't talking about the guests of which we might interview. And, and, and you know, Tom's not booking a guest and, and because, you know, we're busy guys we love you we're busy 
and we will will do our best. I felt like I just for a moment we'll just, sat we'll my. We'll try to do better. Yeah, well, that's a. Well, I'll try to be a good dad. We're gonna try to do better for you guys. I want to be a good dad. Listen, from here to Pakistan, we want to wish you all a positive week and month and year and life. Believe it or not, folks, there's people in Kuwait listening to Frank and Tom show, and we couldn't appreciate well, you guys right. more. Kuwait, that's what I meant. From here to Kuwait. No, we got Pakistani Pakistan. listeners too. Oh, yeah, for that's sure. right. Of, of course, of course. Of course, we do. And all of our all of our listeners in Kuwait, thank you. You know, um, everybody down in Australia, down under. Everybody all around the, the world. Australian accent. How do you say that? Good day, mate. Good throw day. another shrimp on Good the bobby. Yeah. Let's throw another shrimp have, on the bobby. We have yet bobby. to get any, any listeners in Antarctica. It's the only continent I think we Which haven't. is strange to me. And it's driving me crazy. I'm, and penguins I'm, are pretty smart. We went over penguins before. It's I like feel it's like about like time they get themselves some technology start listening I to the Frank like Tom we show. We to talk to somebody. We already gave them love there. once. Yeah. But, all right, guys. Well, thanks for checking in with Frank and Tom for another week. We appreciate you and your time. That's true. So we'll see you next week.